It's real life Monday morning. The dawn is a breaking. It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. <sighs> I'll take more of you. Why not all? That's a song. <laughs> Sing it, Jimmy. All of me. You took my heart. And then I fart. Ew, that is not a sexy romantic. It's obvious you two hate each other. Are we finally ready to start? Live from the City of Roses. I thought this would be funny, but it's not. This is LAAF. Everyone thinks we're incompetent. With Grace Faye. I just want to tell you all how happy I am to be back in the studio. Grace! And another unsung blue-collar hero. Jimmy McCammon. Don't you sometimes hate yourself? Constantly. The old team together again. Oh. Nothing can stop us. See? This? You must have dreamed about this moment for a thousand times. Is L.A. AF. How'd you like it? Oh, I didn't. Thank you. I'm going to leave them the worst review. I love it, Pomona. And action. Activate force fields. Let's take on this week. It's uh, LAAF the podcast at LAAF podcast on those thingies. And you can give us a dollar a month at patreon.com slash L-A-A-F. Uh, sitting opposite the table of me is a genuine uh, quadruple threat, uh, a genuine Hollywood darling, Grace Faye. And right across the table from me, uh, he with the expressive eyebrows, it is Jimmy McCammon. Yeah. This one goes up, right? Left, right? Wow. Left, I right, can't do left. that. Visual jokes to start out your day. There's such an arch. Do you pluck? Uh, we got uh, we got Damien next door playing the tunes. Thank you. It's Monday, but uh, maybe you have the day off. Come on with it. Maybe every day's off a day off. Every day's a day off I don't <laughs> this know. year. It's but, getting uh, busy around the old LAAF compound. We've got um, uh, interviews backed up. Uh, uh, interviewed the the incredible stand up from um, Detroit, live from Detroit, with Jeff Dwoskin. Listen to the podcast. Nice. And uh, and buy the book by Donna Newman uh, for your kids. You know, I don't celebrate anything because oh. some kids don't. Some kids don't, and it's a, a, a snarky, funny book with. Uh, Did you learn was she a Jehovah's Witness? Is that why she wrote it? She was a religion. She was a religion that didn't want her to celebrate holidays when she was a kid. Yeah. And yeah. she wrote, now she's a mother. And so she wrote a book about what it was like. Because if you grow up and you weren't allowed to celebrate holidays, yeah, I couldn't you get have her to, to reckon talk, with that. I couldn't get her to talk too much about the religious part, you know? Like, uh-huh. I think people become, people with religious parents become atheists and then they just kind of sort of like don't want to deal with it. They want to live in a, a non religious universe after that. They're like, ah, I like this. this well, is, you don't want to throw your parents under the peaceful. bus unless, unless <laughs> no, they deserve it. No, besides, they might still be believers and, you know, like, um, believing in faith and uh, uh, a relationship with God and stuff, even to us non believers. Or goddess, whatever it is, Bale, you know, Kali, Kalima. You better be careful invoking her. She's a powerful one. Yeah, she's on my side. I That's call her Svati or Lakshmi. I'm offering $10 billion for a review. $10 billion in your pocket today if you write us a review on iTunes, okay? Venmo. Done and done. <laughs> Parody, satire. Boom, bam, bang. 
All right, we got more Jason Statham news coming up. All right, I'm going to talk about like Jason him. Statham the whole show long. <laughs> Just a little bit. Isn't he uh, a British or something? Hmm. He's British, but the thing is, he always... Jimmy and Jason sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S. Governor Newsom's brother-in-law got arrested that a little bit later in the news. Ooh, I didn't see that. coming up in our next segment. This is exciting. Hot Pockets were recalled, but we'll cover that in our breaking news. And it's a few It's a few very important days. It's actually a very important day. Okay, we mentioned it the other day, a very famous birthday. Important, okay? High auspicious times on the LAAF podcast, but also, like I said, we're very busy around here. Uh, we got a lot of interviews backed up. They're going to be coming out this week, I think. It's going to be intense. If you like blood and thunder, come with me. Live from the LAAF podcast studios, this is breaking news. Breaking news. Ross police arrest Governor Newsom's brother-in-law in domestic violence case. Oh, shoot. That's not good, bro. Joshua Irwin Schiller, 40, booked into the Marin County Jail and released pending further review by the district attorney's well, it been Hit his wife or something? That's right. Well, that's not okay. Um, sucks for Gavin. Sucks being... So famous, I suppose. <laughs> you get a lot of haters that go with it. Uh, yeah, I know, but you get to go to French Laundry and you get to eat uh, chicken fingers that are like a hundred bucks a finger. I just had the ones from Vaughn's last night. They were three dollars and fifty cents. Um, I tried to cram them in my mouth before going in the house. You know, sometimes uh, driving home from the store, I get that driving home from the store snack. Um, and then I was trying to eat these chicken fingers. And then here comes Grace. <laughs> here comes Grace. I was trying to help. Yeah. I was going to carry in the groceries. Little did I know. Let's keep it to the segment. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, more than 760,000 pounds of Hot Pockets have been recalled. Nestle Prepared Foods said the product might be contaminated with extraneous materials, including glass and hard plastic. <laughs> now, we knew that uh, processed foods weren't good for you folks, but... Um, yeah, don't be eating those Hot Pockets. And if you need a reminder about what's healthy to eat, you might want to try healthier whole foods. I'm talking about to you, not to me, because I love to eat processed foods like meat, fish, eggs, seeds, nuts, fruits, and veggies. Um, yeah. Glass and plastic, not on the menu. Oh, uh, that's sad. Hot Pockets have, um, uh, hot pockets are, are a staple food in my family. You know, um, we, we, we come from the, the land of trailers. I've never had one in my whole life. You, of course you haven't. Um, <laughs> maybe we could make one from you scratch. You can't. You have to have all uh, your fingers on a hot pocket to eat it, so you can't get the pinky in the air properly. <laughs> um, with my tea, please. Well, what's so interesting about that is, you know, it sucks for the company to have to recall things, just like it sucks for a car. Uh, manufacturers to recall parts. It's embarrassing for them. It looks bad. It becomes a big news story. But it's better than never admitting you did anything wrong ever, which is what our president, our ex-president to be, has been doing, right? All these people that refuse to take any kind of responsibility. Oh, yeah, but he's not a product that you eat. 
Um, it's interesting now. Although he is full of hot orange filling. Cheesy. Chink. Pepperoni. There you go. Everybody knows this about presidents. Presidents are they're stuffed uh, with uh, delicious foodstuffs: cheese, pepperoni, uh, tomato sauce. They have all that inside of them. So if you ever want to eat one, you can. For sustenance, I'm saying in an emergency situation. You know, if you're stuck on the Donner Pass, the Oregon Trail, that just type eat of, some glass, eat some plastic. It'll eat be good. Eat a president. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, it's interesting. Not many people ended up rioting yesterday on Sunday, um, but everybody's all guarded up. They got the National Guard activated in most of the states and um, a whole bunch of guns all lined up in the Capitol now to prevent anything from happening on inauguration, which is Wednesday, and we will see you then. Um, What's interesting now is that a lot of the rioters, now that they've been arrested, are blaming Trump, are saying, you know, my president told me to do it. That's (laughs) why I did it. Oh, yeah. And it's interesting. So um, I was reading a Times article and discovered... He said be peaceful that one time. Uh, yeah, yeah. He said be peaceful and then said keep going in one, one breath, I believe. Um, but uh, I was reading an article and who do I come across as an expert witness in this amazing Time article but Judith P. Miller, my roommate from college. She's a law professor at the University of Chicago. And what she says is, even if trying to offload responsibility onto Mr. Trump may not be effective at a trial, it could ultimately help lighten the punishment for anyone convicted of a crime in connection with the attack. The fact that our country's highest leader is promoting this grand lie and giving millions of people a sense of righteousness and that they're on the side of the angels, that seems like it could be potentially strong mitigating evidence. Mm-hmm. And I had to look up mitigating. That means to lessen the intensity. Oh, yes. Um, so he's an authority, so he could be taking credit for some of those writers. Oh, yeah. So um, now is the time, now that she's getting big, now's the time to out all of the crazy things that she's, you know, she's done, she did in college, you know? Um, so, so what, what, how well, can you discredit her? I don't know about discredit, but we did always have a lot of fun in college. We would, uh, drugs, we, boys, boys, not so many drugs, <laughs> drinking. And uh, we would uh, we'd always get do. dressed and be like, oh, you look so hot. Oh, my God. Yeah. Do, oh. do I look good? Oh, yeah. You look so good. Oh, this is uh, this is not as exciting as I thought. This is not like skull and bone stuff like I thought it no, would be. No, we studied hard and read a lot of books. <laughs> well, that's uh, fun, too. I'll let you two lovebirds talk. Why don't you go out and take a crack at Hollywood? I am big. It's the pictures that got small. She had such grace. Come on, I'm from Connecticut. Well, you know, grace is a tough one. Ladies and gentlemen, the LAAF podcast proudly presents... Can't stop helping, won't stop helping. Grace? Well, you don't want too much grace. She's here to guide you. Wear a cute mask. This is how helping works. Love the Guggenheim. I'm all about saving the trees. This is Grace. She's a natural beauty. No, no more helping. I like a more upscale nachos. Is trying. Just go along and sell out, honey. To help. Helping accomplish. Well, I did want to talk about, um, have our little section, our segment within a segment about new words. Mitigating does mean to make less severe, serious, or painful, or lessen the gravity of an offense. Um, I've been obsessed with the parrots in Pasadena. So I guess there are a lot of parrots all throughout Southern California 
Um, there's some in the Bay Area, famously. San Francisco, yeah. San Francisco has those like Lombard Street parrots. Or no, 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 it's not Lombard. You know, but it's uh, one of those uh, fancy streets where a flock of parrots ended up propagating themselves. Exactly. So the type of parrot that we have here in Pasadena is the yellow-headed Amazonian parrot. And basically, what happened was in the 70s and 80s, a lot of they were um, transporting probably illegally a bunch of these parrots up from Mexico to the point that now that population has been somewhat decimated in Mexico. Um, and as they were transporting, there are all these individual stories of, for example, um, they put the, the parrots in a car and then the car door gets open and five of them fly away type thing or individual pets fly away. So then, and this is so romantic and lovely, one by one they met in the wild and they formed their own flock and then started breeding, of course, every year laying eggs. And um, and now they're really one of the healthiest uh Flocks of this type of parrot around, and um, you aren't allowed to hurt them in any way. There, it's a protected habitat here in Los Angeles for those parrots, and they are the parrots that mimic people. So I'm gonna make friends with them. I'm gonna leave them um, <laughs> peanuts and uh, and birds like things like. Um, hard-boiled eggs. I learned you could leave that for crows. They love that. And I'm going to see if I can get them to start talking to me. Okay, Francis Assisi, you go have that okay, conversation. Okay, but here's a super fun thing. Okay, do you know what a group of parrots is called? A murder. Oh, it's a murder of crows. Oh. Well, okay, why are all these things so interesting? No, it's a pandemonium of parrots. Jesus. I know. Isn't that cool? That's a five-syllable word. Pandemonium. I know. And so I had to talk a little bit about the root of the word pan because we've got this pandemic. Pan is a famous uh, Greek god, right? He's the god with the little goat feet. Um, represents the wild and the green. He plays the pan oh, pipes. Wait, no. Pan means all. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, exactly. So all of it, everything involving all members. Like Pan American means all of all of America. I see. Yes. And uh, pandemic is. And pancakes means you get all of the cakes. I think this is how this works. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm looking at these other other words. I ordered pancakes in, in January and uh, I've been getting cakes shipped to me every single day ever since because they got they, they thought it meant all of the cakes because they only spoke Latin there at the place that I ordered. I don't know how. I love pancakes. This is not working. Anyway. This whole joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are some other names for animal groups? You told me one the other day. Oh, yeah. There's a crash of rhinos. Whoa. Okay. Which is which is appropriate, and and it's short too. Like scientists are always uh, are always doing this thing with uh, taxonomy, which is which is naming stuff very long words like a, a pandemonium of parrots. That's a taxonomy. five syllable. You mean etymology? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Taxidermy? What? No, taxonomy is naming oh, things, isn't it? Probably. Uh, the, the, do, an, do another new word oh, segment. Oh, I don't know that word. <laughs> look it up, taxonomy. I think it means naming things. Okay. Yeah, I think it's the science of naming things, but maybe you're right. Oh, it's, my God, it's true. All right. Wow. Classification, hey, especially of organisms. Hey, high school dropout. Hey, went to Smarty community party. college. Hey, new word guy. All right. Okay, um, what's a group of larks called? Oh, man. A murder. No, an Can't. exaltation. Let's call everything a murder. Okay, what about a group of owls? I planted this murder of a roses for you. Oh, why, thank what's you. A, what's a group of owls called? 
uh, Parliament of Owls. Oh, okay. All I right, mean, I'm just going to read some It's off. Again, it's too long, but I'll, I'll take it. Oh, it's but it's pretty so cool. noble. Yeah. A prickle of porcupines, a string of ponies, a coalition of cheetahs, an intrusion of cockroaches. That's true. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 what, Herd of deer, pack of dogs. It should just be an infestation goals. if it's cockroaches or, or or rodents or anything like that. Oh, this one's good. What about hyenas? Uh, oh, uh, a get uh, a, a cackle. A cackle, yeah. Of I course. know, and a bloat <laughs> of hippos. I kept wanting to say a gaggle, but that's geese. Yes, a gaggle of geese. I thought we could do some bong rips. Why are you still a loser? Everybody hates Jimmy. Jimmy thinks it's funny when you cry. Chime in, guy. Enough. He's a very charming man. He's an idiot. You don't seem like the type of person that anybody would want to hire. I have a personality type that makes it hard to work for or with others. Jimmy is drinking vodka on the toilet. I'm not about all that razzle-dazzle. Wear your good suit. This is my good suit. Are you trying to be funny? Because I'm all out of land. You're listening to LAAF. You got your suit on, you got your tie on. You're looking nice this morning. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I like to I like to dress up. Um, I mean, after all, this is Morning Joe for Stoners. Uh, LAAF. Um, a couple of notes uh, in the podcast in the podcast notes. No, not in the notes, but uh, you know, in the correspondence. Um. Uh. You guys are morning, Joe, for stoners. Someone said, "Ooh, yeah, it's perfect, right?" We need that on the iTunes review. You know, morning, yeah. Joe, right? It's on cable TV. It's uh got the married couple and they're talking to oh, each other. Oh no, they're, I've never seen it. They're 15 years older than us and slightly hotter, which is oh, sad. Shit. Yeah. Anyways, but I mean, they're <laughs> they don't have the good they don't have the good weed. They're super partisan. <laughs> Actually, I think he's a Republican and she's a Democrat. Perfect. Yeah. Well, we just watch uh, Ricky and Lucy actually on the on the evenings to study up our. Uh, That's funny you mentioned that because this is what I wanted. Dynamic. This is what I wanted to talk about. Where are all the comedies at? I know we've been we've been watching a lot of dramas, but the we've last been time I laughed comedies. was I yeah the last time I laughed was I watched the second Borat movie. Right, that was good. This is months ago. We need to turn out some comedy around here. Everything's about like everything. Either begins with two. Uh, every show and movie begins with like two super hot people having sex with each other, or somebody being tortured or killed. Yeah. Like, is this really what everyone's craving in this time? That's what's bugging me about it. Like, there's no way everybody wants. I mean, I love The Flight Attendant, and I love Raised by Wolves, and we've been watching all these dramas, but like, by the time I get through a couple episodes of one of those, I'm just like depleted. I just, yeah, like, don't we <laughs> need comedy at this time. That's why musical comedy and musicals became so big in the 30s and 40s, because it was the Depression and the World War, that you need escapism. So that's what we need more of, folks. Yeah. And and uh, on, honestly, like I I don't <laughs> like I just don't I, I just get to the point where I don't crave it. As good as the story is, and as good as the, like this visual storytelling is, and everything, I mean, you know, doesn't anybody? And I'm watching Saturday Night Live, and it's all like 
It's either all like political or all like non sequiturs. I was talking to some younger friends of mine yesterday about Saturday Night Live because I've been going on about this for three freaking days, and and I was like, I was like, Saturday Night Live's not funny. Like, I don't care. I don't even care if you're on their side, you know, like they're obviously have like a political side, you know yeah. what I mean? And I'm basically like on their side kind of pretty, you know, most art is liberal. It seems like Hollywood yeah. is SNL is that's like- fine with me. I don't mind that part, but also, but, but it seems like most art is also like intense and dr- drama and, you know, anyways, if any LAAFers out there, uh, you know, know of like, what's the sketch show that yeah, I'm missing? What's good the comedy right now? What's the great old um, uh, uh, sitcom, you know, that I haven't checked out? You know, I don't know. I've checked all of them out. And I mean, like sitcoms are always so flat anyways, you know, like sitcoms. I don't know. Like you watch, you know, Seinfeld nailed it. And like, uh, well, they didn't do the laugh track. Didn't they though? I think they did. Oh, maybe yeah, they, they did. Yeah, they had it. They had it. Well, and it was because live. I pulled clips from that show, and and you gotta you gotta cut around all the laughs. I guess so. Yeah, somehow they nailed it. They sure did. <clears throat> um, yeah, and uh, and stuff's uh, stuff's just too too gd uh, dramatic. I mean, life is dramatic enough. My favorite thing was the the picture of the Lego rioters at the Capitol. Someone oh, yeah. put together a little, like, it looks just like a Lego set, but it's got um, QAnon, Shaman Guy. Maybe and- all the people who had energy to do, to do scripted comedy and to write stuff, they're all making memes now. You know, all, all, everybody, who, everybody who's, like, bright like that mm-hmm. and can make up clever shit. You know, started putting all of their energy <laughs> into making memes because there's better money in it. <laughs> and so you get uh, 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 Tank Sinatra. Or they're and just get... tweeting and, and getting sponsored. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's make some funny stuff. Although we just got we just got put in a very dramatic movie. So <laughs> all cardboard, all hollow, all phony, all done with mirrors for the whole week. Yes, sir. And now. That's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and guess what else? Today, Junior! The LAAF Podcast presents... Today! Today! Is today even a thing? Even a thing? Well, it sure is. We covered Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday on Friday, um, but today is the day that celebrates him. And, you know, he's an important figure for our times. What's the, oh, it's because it's the Monday following his birthday. So you can get the day off. So you can get the day off if you're a government employee or a teacher. Yeah. Which you already had off anyways. I mean, some (laughs) of these quotes are just so applicable for right now. The Um, arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice. Oh, yeah. That's, I I actually like that a lot, that, that quote. Did you know he was 34 it's when he did a, the I Have a Dream speech? Only he died 34. Young. He died at like my age. It's tragic. Yeah. I mean, that just called myself young, but you see what I'm saying. 42 is relatively young age to die. Rarely do we find men who willingly engage in hard, solid thinking. There is an almost universal quest for easy answers and half-baked solution. Nothing pains some people more than having to think. Fucking A, Marty. Jesus, sit down and think about it. And in the words of, uh, in the words of uh, the the Micah Cone and the Emoneye, think about thinking for a minute. Sit down and think about thinking for a minute. That's what metacognition is, motherfucker. 
That's I, deep. Th- yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> I like Coretta Scott King's Women, if the soul of the nation is to be saved, I believe that you must become its soul. Oh, bother. It's also National Winnie the Pooh Day. Oh, we love little cute little Winnie Winnie the Pooh. I don't know if we can have Winnie the Pooh and Martin and the great Martin Luther King share a day. I think so. I think he was a teddy bear, really. That's true. Uh, uh, MLK would have been completely pro Winnie the Pooh. Oh, wait, no, they, they were out at the same time. They were yeah. they were dropping albums at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> What's Blue Monday? Huh? Blue Monday I rolls no around idea. every year on the third Monday in January. The meaning of this uh, day is this, this is Blue Monday today, Grace Faye. Oh. Meaning of this day is filled with controversy because it is supposedly the saddest day of the year. Really? The middle of January? Yeah. This is a, a long, a long, this the sounds Christmas like. The Christmas tree's been taken down. This sounds like a movie that would come out on HBO and be way too is. serious and get me hooked in and I would watch the whole freaking thing. Blue Monday, and yeah. Never turn it off. Oh, it's Blue Monday. It's all about feelings. Are we? De- I should write a jazz song about that if it's not already a jazz song. Are we song. destined to be blue on this specific Monday? I'm trying not to be. It's early in the morning. Let's pep it up, folks. Uh, well, you know, I abandoned my New Year's resolution. Uh, uh-huh. It was to be more positive, um, and I lasted this year until about the 14th of January, and then the negativity came seeping back into me yeah. like I was a dry tea bag, <laughs> which is not far off from the truth. Okay, guess what day it is? It's National Thesaurus Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have my cool? thesaurus out right now. What's that word? What's that word we were talking about earlier? Um, taxonomy. Taxonomy. Let's look up in the thor- the thorus. Thesaurus. Yeah. Classification. Codification. And I just pronounced it. I, I just think. pronounced it correctly too. You would want to say code, codification if no you e. weren't if you weren't educated at um, Palomar Junior College like I was. Um, then you would probably say codification. But I know to say codification. You're there so was, smart. Yeah. Almost as smart as Peter Mark Rogen, there was the Coy. author of the, the first thesaurus in 1840. Oh, what was his name? Uh, Peter Mark Roger. It's French. And now it's time for Famous Birthdays on LAAF. It actually is my birthday. Oh, well, it is uh, the... what? It's the... Your favorite eight, Jason's birthday. 18th of January. Um, <gasps> is it Dolly Parton's birthday? The 19th. Oh, tomorrow? Tomorrow is Dolly Parton's oh. birthday. The real president. Yeah. She's incredible. <laughs> Everyone loves her. Everyone yeah. loves Dolly. Yeah. It, uh, as much as all of these uh, celebrities that I'm looking at, um, who we honor uh, every every Monday, Wednesday, Friday on the LAAF podcast, and indeed feel privileged if our birthday falls upon the day of their birth. Um yeah, Dolly Parton's the only one that I actually think is cool. Not Although, Jason hey, Siegel? one of the great rappers, Mac Miller, died in 2018. Sad. Listen to some Mac Miller today. Huh? Treat yourself. Um, it's Cary Grant's birthday. Who I that? love Cary Grant. Who Remember? That? Um, bringing up baby, um, mm. arsenic and old lace. Mm. Uh, handsome guy. Familiar. You look like him from Can't the 40s. Say I, uh... You know who he is. Uh, you haven't said one movie uh, I've his seen. His Girl Friday. I've shown you oh, all okay, these that movies. I've seen. Yeah, okay, okay. I remember Fast that. Fast talking. Uh, does he, doesn't he know how to dance? 
Probably. They all did back then. Oh, no. He was in that Hitchcock movie as well. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. What was it called? Uh, searching for the... Hunting for the... Was, yeah. You know. Yeah. He was in a really good Hitchcock movie. Cary Grant. Okay. On mm-hmm. uh, January 18th. Yeah. There are all these kinds of stories of how he got ahead in the beginning in Hollywood by basically sleeping with these older casting directors, female casting directors. Um, the series Hollywood by Ryan Murphy kind of talks about that that type oh, wow. of stuff. But he started in vaudeville, like all, they all did back then. And uh, tomorrow, also, uh, there's just nobody fun on the Kevin 18th. Costner. He's like the Cary Grant of my generation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Dances with Wolves. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a movie that's an hour longer than it needs to be. A great film that's an hour longer than it needs to be. And he did two, at least two other films that were like that: um, The Postman and Wyatt Earp. Both I of them, like Twilight Earp. Both of them, all three, great films. All three, one hour longer than they needed to be. Because he was the serious <laughs> actor. He and Mel Gibson of the 90s I, or whatever. I think they sort of invented, uh, you know, I think they used Costner as a model to invent that thing that I was complaining about with that Brad Pitt movie where the, the, the steady cam just lingers on his face for like a full two minutes, mm-hmm. you know, and oh, all nice the face. whole story. Listen, Kevin, the whole story is being told through your eyes right now i mean i remember i wonder how many like cumulative days these actors stand in front of a camera just looking pensive and taking these shots like <laughs> it's a lot of days if i go to if i go to direct a film i don't want to tell any of the story through anyone's eyes well, i just that's, and then that's robin used hood, up robin hood prince of thieves came out right when robin hood men in tights came out like around the same time right it was a par- Men in Tights was a parody of Prince yeah. of Thieves. Yeah. 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 Y- y'all should watch both of those if you're millennials. Oh, Prince of Thieves is the definitive Robin Hood. You know how I always tell you that uh, 1989 Batman with uh, Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson is the definitive Batman, which is true. But looking back at it now, you got to wonder how many of the actors in Dances with Wolves playing Native Americans are actually Native American. Uh, no, uh, Mexican guys. Yeah, that's what that's what Hollywood does. So we're hoping that Hollywood will. Edgar Allan Poe's birthday up. tomorrow, and uh, you can uh, you can follow Edgar Allan. You can follow the Edgar Allan Show on Instagram. That's our show. Me and Stidley. Oh yeah, you did and, the lights uh, and Jordan sound. Coleman and yeah, the crew over there. We did a we did a Edgar Allan Poe parody show. It was a blast. We did it in Hollywood, California. <laughs> um, yeah, and with with uh, with that with Edgar Allan Poe, we're officially out of famous birthdays. Nobody else of note uh, was born on any of these days. Oh, except Janis Joplin, rock What? Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's right. Oh, I love Janis Joplin. If any of you guys are singers, she's she's the one to listen to. Okay, but you're Even always... technically, maybe she's this raspy. Is, this is where I was going. Her heart and soul is in the music <laughs> like no one else. So, so I've always been a fan of hers. So how much? So so you don't do that, right? You don't do that belting. You don't do that, uh, that damaging your voice type of singing. And I've always been interested in that because the popular singers are those belty rock and rollers, right? But you're preserving yourself. Is that... Is I mean, I can it? belt it out. Hey, Pete Buttigieg. Isn't that a kind of parakeet? Pete Buttigieg. The last time I saw you was someplace very gay. And now, the LAAF Podcast presents Today in History. 
in 1778. <laughs> English yes. navigator Captain James Cook reached the present-day Hawaiian Islands, which he named the... What's a good name for a bunch of islands? Paradise uh, Isles, the Palm... No, he named them the Sandwich Islands. Oh yeah, he was probably um, he was probably a dignitary of the area of Sandwich. The Lord of Sandwich. Yeah, he was the Lord of Sandwich. <laughs> Isn't that cool that Sandwich comes from a lord? Well, some old white guy. I guess it's not that cool. Uh, it actually comes from his gambling habit. Did you know that? No. So he um, he gambled so much that he never wanted to get up from the card table. Uh, oh my God! Uh, and the sa- Earl of Sandwich, not a, a lord. Yeah, Is that right. the sa- oh, I guess earls are lords. Okay. I don't know. It's not that they didn't want to get up from the card table. He didn't want to deal with like a napkin, so he had his meat put between two slices of bread so that he wouldn't have to, you know, because he's playing cards. He doesn't want to get stuff on his fingers. That was the deal. Oh, this says that Captain James Cook did name the Sandwich Islands in his honor, and he yep. was the namesake of the sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, the sandwich, a long and storied history. Wow. (laughs) What are we doing? Oh, I'm talking about food, croissants, (laughs) sandwiches. Mmm. Mustard, not mayo. off the rails. (laughs) (laughs) It's too early. It's a a morning zoo. Post-World War I peace conference begins in Paris on this day in 1919. Some of the most powerful people in the world met to begin the long, complicated negotiations that would officially mark the end of the First World War. And then it was over, and they were like, whew, we'll never have another one of those again. Yep. And then came World War II. Well, I saw an article being like, well, is Biden the new FDR, you know, if he puts together all these packages? In other words, are we at a point in history where we're ending something traumatic and intense and entering a new phase? I don't know. I think they they try to do at the end of every World War. How much Matlock reruns did FDR watch? How often did FDR take a nap on his divan? So we'll find out if Biden's the next FDR. Divan? Divan. How, how do you say that? You can they look it up. Like look it up in your thesaurus. Okay. It's Happy Thesaurus Day. Um, did you know that Cary Grant's original name was Archibald Leach? Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I'd is go, a case for name change right there. Yeah, I'd go with Cary Grant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, on uh, this day in history, uh, the first in 19... Okay, so we did 1919. The war ends, right? Yeah. 1915, the first air raid on Britain by Zeppelins. Whoa. Yeah. Blimps? Uh, blimps, yeah. I don't... This is, you know, in the early days of, uh, this is in the early days of uh, airplane technology. And so they didn't have any defense against these blimps. The blimps could just float over slowly and drop stuff and as long as they were out of the range of the guns then they wouldn't get hit wow Um, President Ford in 1977 a little late a little late uh, pardons on his way out Tokyo Rose you know about this oh right Tokyo Rose was uh, she was giving codes on the radio yeah well uh, she I mean it was really a group of um, women although the nickname originally referred to several Japanese women who broadcast Axis propaganda over the radio to allied troops during World War II it eventually became synonymous with a Japanese American uh, woman named Iva Toguri 
Toguri. Oh, I can never, you do guys know I can never pronounce anything. Ah. Eh, that's why you do podcasts. Yeah. In 1967, Al- Albert DeSalvo, who claimed to be the Boston Strangler, was convicted of armed robbery, assault, and sex offenses, which reminds me of someone that just passed away, um, Phil Spector. Phil Spector was a manager and a music guy who act- actually also murdered a girl. Did they you know to, that? Well, did he die in jail? Um, it looks like it. Yep, he died. He just died in jail, and um, he murdered Lana Clark Clarkson, a struggling actress, in 2003. Shot her in the head at his home. Don't be killing actors. Don't rest in peace. Yes, there's plenty of them. But uh, you know, that's a person there. Uh, just because they're an actor doesn't mean they're not a person. Here was an item everybody could have some fun with. Look how creepy he looks. I think I've heard everything I need to hear. Oh, I have to put the picture away. I can't There's look at those eyes. There's books about him. Like, if you're into true crime, like, you should be into Phil Spector because, like, besides the murder, uh, there was a lot of activity. There was drug activity. There was um, uh, prostitution. I mean, he activity. produced for the Beatles, the Supreme, yeah. all these. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know much about him. I just heard the name, so I was. I didn't realize he was. He killed someone. Hey, big announcement! Listen, I'm thinking of doing something huge. Okay. Here we go. Okay, I'm going to come out with a weekend edition. Whoa. Of the LAAF podcast. Whoa. That's right. Oh, I don't have a drum roll. Oh, I got ah, there we go. Thank you. Thank you very much. I toil for you out here in the podcast fields. I dig, I stab my shovel into the earth and I bring up fresh, delicious pod for you every single day. And you're welcome for it. It's backbreaking work, but someone has to do it. What, so what's the weekend edition going to consist of? Uh, just it- the interview I did uh, with Jeff Dwoskin. All right, sweet. Yeah, Jeff Dwoskin's cool, man. Like, uh, he's doing it. He's doing it up just like we are. And uh, he's out there in uh, Detroit, live from Detroit with Jeff Dwoskin is the podcast. Um, and uh, he's always got cool comedians on there every single time, you know, because the dude went around. He's been doing, what did he say? He's been doing stand-up for like 18 years. And you know I love that. You know, um... Uh, I have great respect and fondness for stand-ups. But, you know, he just gets all his buddies in there on Zoom. And uh, we were talking about, like, audio quality and stuff. And, like, wow, it's been such a learning curve, you know, and trying to get the good audio off the Zoom and trying to mix it afterwards and cutting people's uhs out and your own ones. It sounds like it sounds like I speak so perfectly during this podcast. Oh, but no, perfectly. I, I just go through and I cut out all the mess-ups. <laughs> I cut out all Grace's mess ups too. Uh, <laughs> what? No such thing. Well, yeah, no. When's the next Grace Faye no, live yeah. show? When, when, what's that happening? Oh, we're going to do what one for Valentine's doing? Day. Valentine's Day. What is that? Um, Valentine's Chocolates, Valentine. roses, jewelry. Remember? Are you going to eat all of that? <laughs> Only if you get a hot pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Anything could be inside there. Diamonds in mine. <clears throat> <laughs> 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 uh, 
Oh my goodness. I'm looking up reputation of LA. All these, like, why do why does Los Angeles have a reputation for being such a terrible place to live? This is a Quora question. Because it's so freaking expensive. <laughs> you can be making you can be making decent money and live and move and, and living just perfectly comfortable and move to one of the big cities like LA. Let's not single out LA. Well, you could go to LA, San Francisco, Chicago, New York. You could go to any of them and you are poor now. You are poor now. Well, this is saying that it's ugly. So, you know, there are it parts of ugly. Los Angeles that are are less attractive where it yes. just seems like we they call slapped them Los down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we call those parts anything that the, the city of LA runs. Well, that was what I didn't understand when I first moved here. I, coming from the East Coast, thought that Los Angeles was like Manhattan, that was like all one big city that was Los Angeles. I didn't realize it was so many small, different towns all put together, all with very, very different characteristics. But there are areas of Los Angeles that are not attractive, as in it's just cement and billboards and strip mall tech yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, we did that we did that uh, story last show about, you know, go back, listen to all the archives, okay? Binge it all. Binge, binge it all today. It. Um, but we did that story about uh, that LA council member who's being sentenced this week for yeah, corruption, for right. taking bribes, okay? And if you Cute. drive around LA, all you got to do is drive around any of the little cities here that's controlled by the city of LA. And then drive around any of the little cities here that's not, and you'll see the difference. And you know that that city council is about as corrupt as any uh, governing body in the world. And uh, I really don't mind saying that. And if any of you L.A. city council members would like to come on to the LAAF podcast and defend yourselves, you're welcome. Anytime. (laughs) It's smelly. It's dirty. It's Monday. I'll cut all that out. It's Monday. Happy Monday, guys. You screwed me up. Okay, so happy Monday. We'll be coming back with you Wednesday and Friday and dropping supplementals. Check us out on Spotify. Oh, yeah, we're on Spotify now. Or SoundCloud. So you can listen to us wherever. We'll be getting on that iHeart pretty soon. I'm talking to my people about it. We're for free. It's in the works. I should save my best ha-ha's for when I'm feeling blue. Fly, Eagle, fly. <laughs>